Welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Well, welcome back to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast. We are moving on in Galatians chapter 5, and today I have Christian with me again. Christian, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Tim. Enjoying divine dispensing uh, amidst ordinary days. Amen. And I think, Christian, I always like that you say that because God most of the time touches us in very ordinary situations. We don't have to have huge experiences of God to feel like God is real. Most of the time when we're studying or we're working or we're in the lab or we're planning a wedding, this is when God really can expose, but also encourage and supply, which is what we're kind of getting into today. So Christian, I'm going to introduce this aspect a little bit, and then let's read some verses in Galatians chapter five. But essentially what we've seen from the beginning of Galatians is that Paul is fighting for the believers in Galatia. The believers in Galatia, they were saved, they were regenerated, they were baptized, they loved God, they loved Paul. But then what happened was there were brothers that came in and they started planting seeds. Like, yes, you can be a Christian, but you also need to be circumcised. Or yes, you can be a Christian, but you also need to keep the feasts that the Jews used to keep. And through these experiences, what happened was the believers in Galatia started to become ensnared again. In fact, in the beginning of Galatians 5, Paul actually uses this term slavery, which last time we said, yes, you can be enslaved by sin. Yes, you can be enslaved by the world, but also you can be enslaved by religion. You can be enslaved by this thought of serving God apart from God. You can be enslaved by going backwards to follow the law again, essentially relying on yourself to keep the law versus depending completely on Christ. And so I like what we talked about before the start of Christian. We talked about this matter of the law and religion really could be outward. It could be very rules and regulations and forms, and this is the order that we have worship on Sunday, this is the band that you need, this is the choir that you need, this is the instruments that you need. But now Paul is getting very personal, something that we can all experience, which is kind of interesting that he brings up this matter of the spirit and the flesh. Maybe sometimes we hear the word flesh, we will not, we don't think of anything positive coming from the flesh. But Christian, let's talk about that a little bit but then we will really be focusing on this matter of the spirit. So Christian, do you have Galatians chapter 5, 16 through 25? Yes. So this is Galatians 5, 16 through 25. But I say, walk by the spirit, and you shall by no means fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, 
For these oppose each other, that you would not do the things that you desire. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And the works of the flesh are manifest, which are such things as fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, factions, divisions, sects, envyings, bouts of drunkenness, carousings, and things like these, of which I tell you beforehand, even as I have said before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. But they who are of Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its lusts. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us, uh, let us not become vainglorious, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. That was a really great portion, Christian. I try to figure out how to parse that, and I realize we just have to read it because it all ties together. So Christian, let's start with maybe the negative aspect here, because on one aspect, Paul is talking about the spirit versus the flesh. But then he says, if you're in the spirit, you're no longer under law. You might think he would say, if you're in the spirit, you're no longer in the flesh. But he uses the word law and flesh at the same time. What is this thing about the flesh and what does it have to do with the law? You know, you had mentioned before, Paul was really fighting against uh, the law or religion that had kind of crept in among the Galatian believers. And his antidote, his solution to that was Christ, right? A real and living person who's Christ. So then you have Christ versus religion. And that's kind of chapter two, maybe even chapter three and chapter four a little bit. Um, but that's still really objective, right? That's still really outside. Christ, uh, the law. Now in chapter five, he starts talking about the spirit versus the flesh, right? And actually that's really subjective. That's really, that's actually very practical, very personal to us. Um, the spirit as regenerated believers, we have the spirit in our spirit. And we can live and we can walk by this spirit uh, as a regenerated believer or an unregenerated person. We still have our flesh. So even as a regenerated believer, we still have our flesh, right? We still do things we don't want to do. <laughs> we still make mistakes. Uh, we still we still sin, right? These, these are issues of our fallen flesh. And so that's, that's very subjective, right? Uh, and, you know, I, there's a lot of definitions of the flesh, I, but I think here uh, in this context in Galatians, Paul is talking about the flesh is always trying to fulfill the law by its own effort. That's, that's us trying to please God. That's us trying to do the right thing. There's the spiritual thing, the right, 
the good thing, the Christian thing by our own effort. And actually, while we were reading that portion about the fruits of the spirit, I was I was thinking, man, I want to do that. (laughs) I want to be patient. I want to be long suffering, et cetera, et cetera. And you know what? That's my flesh. That's my good flesh wanting to do those things. But uh, that's the wrong source, right? That's the wrong source. That's not by the spirit. It's the, it's, it should, those are fruits of the spirit, right? So um, anyway, I, I think um, Paul here is kind of really making it on our personal level here, the flesh uh, versus the spirit. Yeah. Amen, Christian. I like what you put there because the way that Paul refers to the spirit is by fruit. The way he refers to the flesh is by works. And I like this verse here in Romans 3.20 because oftentimes when we see the flesh, we think of only the evil things. Maybe the things that were listed there, none of them were positive. So we often put it as the flesh is something that just does sin and does evil things. But actually, in Romans 3.20, it says, For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So according to that verse, the flesh is trying to be justified by the law. You could say a couple of examples of people that tried to be justified were Cain, right? Cain tried to offer an offering to Jehovah according to his own concept. And again, growing a garden is not easy. Growing fruit and having good vegetables is not easy. But that was not what God was looking for. Yet Cain tried to offer it anyway, maybe with the thought that God will surely like my offering. And so again, the source was the flesh. And maybe what came out first was a good intention ended up becoming murder. Another one that had an example like this was King Saul. So King Saul was ordered by Jehovah to completely eliminate Amalek's kingdom. But he saved the king and also a lot of sheep to offer to Jehovah. And when this happened, Jehovah says, I desire obedience rather than sacrifice. So again, here is a man who was trying to do something good for God, but was completely in his own thought. And through that, that was the flesh. And so you could say that when we're in our flesh, we are trying to do a lot of works, a lot of it negative, some of it maybe even positive. But we need to recognize this because this is an opposition to the spirit. This is what Galatians 5, 16 says. But I say, walk by the spirit and you shall by no means fulfill the lust of the flesh. And even just going back real quick to that King Saul example, you know, when he had defeated Amalek, but kept some stuff for himself, when Samuel went to find him, Saul was actually building a monument to himself. Kind of a, look what I did. I followed God. I got these animals. I'm going to offer them to God. But really, I'm kind of elevating myself just a little bit too. Having my own kingdom, maybe in God's kingdom. And this was not okay with God. This essentially was idolatry him trying to be equal with God. But again, that kind of concludes this matter of the flesh because Christian, I really want to focus on this matter of walk by the Spirit 
But then in Galatians 5.25, it says, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And these two Greek words are actually different. So Christian, do you mind spending some time here with us? Yeah. Um, so that's Galatians 5.16 and 5.25. Both verses say, walk by the Spirit. Uh, in verse 16, it says, but I say, walk by the Spirit. And you shall by no means fulfill the lust of the flesh. So the walk here um, is actually a daily habitual walk. That's what the Greek word means. It's a daily habitual normal walk. So this kind of a walk by the spirit reminds me of like, you know, like of maybe like daily eating um something that we need to take care of every day it's not very miraculous maybe not so glamorous um, but we have to do it we need to do it every day to maintain our existence um kind of also in the same way in the spiritual realm um to walk by the spirit but then in verse 25 it says if we live by the spirit let us also walk by the spirit and the walk there is, um, it's actually a walking that is uh, a kind of a marching walking. So marching in rank. I, I found the, the two Greek words now. So in verse 16, it's peripateo. And in verse 25, it's stokeo, stoicheo. So, uh, so, you know, we would not have seen the difference. We didn't have the Greek, but... <laughs> Um, so verse 25, it's a, it's a mil kind of like a military walk, a walk with a purpose. So, you know, what I appreciate about that is on the one hand, ordinary days, we're practicing, really endeavoring, we're really learning how to walk by the spirit in a kind of a normal, simple way. Uh, but then there are times where we really need to really need to exercise to walk by the spirit uh, in a kind of like a marching in a military way, um, kind of like on a mission, you know, maybe when we're preaching the gospel, um, when we're meeting with the other believers, when you really need to exercise our spirit. Um, and that, that's actually what it says in First Corinthians, that the, um, using our spirit to prophesy. Anyway, um, these, this walking by the Spirit, living by the Spirit, it's another way to walk that's not by the flesh. And praise the Lord, we have this other way to walk that's not the flesh because we have a regenerated Spirit, right? Otherwise, that's our only option. We're just walking by our flesh all the time. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, uh, that, that's all I had about walking by the Spirit. Amen, Christian. Well, I think we will end it here and wrap it up, but I just want to confirm exactly what you're talking about. Essentially, what the book of Galatians is showing us is that there are two ways to live our life. There is a way to live according to the flesh, and there is a way to live according and by the Spirit. When we live according to the flesh, we could do very good things. In fact, because this is aimed towards the believers in Galatia, this means that this is something that we 
will deal with even though we are saved. Even though we are saved, our flesh is always with us. And at any point in weakness, we can turn and use our flesh instead of our spirit. And again, I want to emphasize, this does not mean that we do something evil, but it just means we did something in ourself. The flip side is walking according to the spirit. And I think this theme has been shown throughout the entire Bible. And even in our Bible study series, we notice that we have to live a life that is dependent on God. And walking by the Spirit, walking according to the Spirit, living in our spirit, this is all ways to say that we are depending on God in everything. And when we do, when we are dependent on God, when God is our source, then we actually bear fruit that is of the Spirit. So when we're in the flesh, we have works. But when we're in the Spirit, we have fruit. Well, Christian, any closing thoughts you have for us? On the one hand, it sounds very simple to just walk by the Spirit, but I think we're all endeavoring together, together, brothers and sisters in the Lord, to encourage one another to walk in this way, to enjoy the Lord, how to live by the Spirit, learn to access the divine dispensing, right, um, and receive. Uh, so many things are distracting us, distracting our time, our focus, our energy, seems like the Lord sometimes maybe the last thing, but I, I just have to say again, maybe exhort, you know, we need this, right? We need this. This is the, the man lives not by bread alone, right? So um, may, may the Lord continue to dispense into each one of us in a normal way this week, and we have another week to practice living by our spirit. Amen. Amen, Christian. Well, again, I appreciate your time. And like you said, may we learn this week how to live according to our spirit, walk according to our spirit, stay in our spirit. Not that we would be perfect, but we would learn how to live God out. Amen. Amen.